behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right, good morning. It is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. If you're listening to a replay show, it could be evening or afternoon, but right now, currently, it is Saturday morning, the 21st. And it is a good morning. Larry, how are you? Larry Unger. I'm doing very well, thank you, John. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for filling in last week. I had a birthday party to go to, and you guys did a great job. Dennis, thank you if you're listening as well. Charlie Grimes, your engineer, of course. Don't forget our phone number. If you have a question on anything around the house, you're welcome to call in, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. The text line, of course, is always 307 200 8222, and you are welcome to text us at pretty much any time. I really get those at all different hours and do my best to answer those as quickly as I can. And some of you have, you know, very technical questions or just comments. And some of you will even add into the conversation helping out someone else, which is what we do here. That's, you know, kind of the community that we have is, you know, trying to figure out how to help one another. And I appreciate that greatly. So if you're listening uh, outside of this Saturday morning time slot and you'd like to have a question answered or even, you know, add to the conversation, feel free to do that on the text line again 307 200 8222. You can always go to fixitradio.com, find all the information that we have available there as well including all the partners that we've got, the folks that make this show happen on a weekly basis. Speaking of, if you have any kind of a business where you feel, hey, I'd like to be a part of what you guys have going on, and it doesn't just have to be an around-the-house business, just anything where you'd like to get your name out and you know, come on air and talk about your business and things along those lines, you're more than welcome to be a part of what we do here. Just reach out, let me know. We can sit down, make all that work for you. And it's very inexpensive and some of the best advertising I think anyone can do because it works. Believe it or not, radio works. Well, I'll tell you, over the years, John, and you know, I've, it took me a while to talk myself into doing this drive radio. When you had the your shop. When I had my shop. Once I did that, it was amazing. Yeah. If the inter- Then I went over to work with Jeff over at Larry's Automotive. Mm-hmm. It took me three years to get Jeff to come on board. Once he came on board, he, he realized he, the advantage. He never stopped. No. He did not. No. It's a good story, by the way. So, yeah. Those of you listening where you'd like to you know, promote your business and be a part of what we do, again, it doesn't have to be things that are around the house now on the same token if it is you know all the better you know plumber electricians you know you name it you know if it's an around the house handyman if you're an around the house you know type of a business remodeling you know you name it if you'd like to be a part of what we do here let us know we you know we'd love to have you be a part of what we do on a regular basis and on the same token we have a vetting process we don't just let anybody be a part of what we do so you know you need to be somebody that is high quality high customer service stand behind what you do what you believe in you know the routine if you are that business then that's who we want to partner up with if you are not then we don't it's pretty simple well, we've you know we've gone through that over the years, John, and and believe it or not, I have no problem recommending any customers or uh, sponsors that we have on this show because I know they do a good job. They'll take care of you. Yep, and uh, uh, I can tell you, I'm not bragging, but I can tell you that throughout the entire year, 
I can count on less than one hand because there's not very many. I mean, I can hold up a few little fingers. Uh, how many actual complaints that I actually have to take and deal with from all of the different partners we have across all four radio shows that I do. I can count on one hand how many problems throughout a year I have to deal with, which tells you a lot about the people we partner up with. Well, I can't talk about the rest of your shows, but for Drive Radio, which I've done for over 23 years, I can't tell you. I can think I can count on one hand the complaints yeah. that have come in. Yeah, we just, we just don't have them. So, again, if you are a high-quality business, you'd like to be a part of what we do, please let us know. Speaking of high-quality businesses, Stack Optical. Uh, Alan Stack, who is the owner there, and I, he does my eyeglasses, and I had an eye exam done there not that long ago. If you're interested in either new eyewear or it's that time for you to get a updated prescription, you need your eyes, you know, your eyes examined. They have got a great optometrist. They're open on Saturdays. Uh, you can just call them and schedule an appointment. And literally, they have got pretty much. How do I say this, Larry? If you th- if you can think of something you want to wear on your eyes, you know, a form of glasses, they can do it. From the you know high end designer, you know, so you can you know I don't know be a part of Hollywood, <laughs> all the way down to just you you need a special type of safety glass because you work out in the shop, uh, but you still need the ability to have it have multiple different lenses. Maybe you need trifocals in that safety lens. Uh, Alan can design a lens to work exactly the way you need it to even tinting and so on. So whatever you need done, whether you're you know, an outdoorsman, you shoot, you hunt, uh, you're working on cars, I mean, you name it, whatever it is, you know, handyman working around the house. Uh, in some cases, you need bifocals that you look up at versus down at because maybe you're not reading, but you're looking up at something if you're underneath a car or you're underneath a sink, things along those lines. So if you need special glasses along those lines, Alan is your guy. He'd love to help you out and has a huge selection, fast turnaround, whatever you need. Highly, highly recommend them. They do all of mine. 303-321-1578. And of course, you can find Alan on fixitradio.com as well. All right. Speaking of, I was going to get into some of the things that you probably should be doing mid-year. And Larry and I were talking about this before we came on air. And what, what I say mid-year, mid-season is probably what I should say, because we're at the beginning of the year, but we're mid-season when it comes to our winter months. Yes, I know. Winter just started technically the latter part of December. We're not really even – well, that, actually, as of today, we're a month into winter. Yep. So we're exactly 30 days into winter as we speak today. Uh, given that, we still have another couple of months of winter. Um, as you all know that have lived in Colorado for any length of time, we've still got the rest of this month, which is a still you know full week left, and we've got some weather potentially coming in this weekend. And then February. February can be a month in Colorado where we can still be very cold. We can get a lot of snow. It just de- or we can be dry. It just depends. It's, it's Colorado. There's no for sure on what's going to happen. But we are kind of in that mid-season. You know, what are some of the things you need to be doing? Now, the other thing about right now in Colorado, which is unique to us. So those of you that maybe are transplants that – have not lived here your whole life like Larry and I and Charlie's close but not quite those of us that have been here for a very long time it is very unusual to look outside and see all of this white around and it's been here for about a month oh yeah it's something we we don't normally do this folks normally our snow comes within two or three days it's gone the next storm might roll in a week or two later and it's gone two or three i mean this looking outside and having this cold weather and all this cold around that is not typical for us here in colorado so what does that mean for you as a homeowner well 
because we're not really used to this, there's things around your home that you may be noticing that you haven't noticed before, i.e., do you have some ice damming on the roof? If you do, call Dave Hart, Roof Savers of Colorado. Have him come out, look at that. Can that be taken care of? Because the thing about ice damming you have to be careful of is it can actually uh, be hard on certain components of the roof if you're not careful. Because as you know, ice expands. Water's freezing. It's expanding. And depending upon what it's up against or under or what have you, it can be doing some potential damage depending upon where it's at and what's happening. So it's one of those things, and, and besides the fact it doesn't let things flow the way it should when it's all dammed up. That's why it's dammed up. Something quit flowing. It got frozen. And those are things to watch for on your roof. Now, is every ice dam a problem? Not necessarily, but we don't want them. Correct. You want to try to eliminate them, and there's ways to do that, and this is where Dave Hart can come into play. What I mean by that is there is some heat tape, things along those lines, where if you've got a particular area that's always that way, you can you can adjust for that and... And I guess the way I should say that, Larry, heat those areas periodically to where you don't have that ice damming. I have one particular area of my roof where just because of the way it faces and where it's at and, and kind of just its, its design, I guess you could say, I have some heat tape up there. And there's an area where if I have to, I turn that on to get that melted out because I don't want that dammed up. Because what it does, it just creates – it doesn't flow into the gutter properly. It just creates havoc, and that's not what you want. You end up with other issues, which is not what you want. Well, and we're seeing the same thing on sidewalks, believe it or not, because it's warm enough in the daytime that the top layer of the snow melts, sinks down to the sidewalk, and then it freezes. Correct. So now you've got snow on top of ice, and it just keeps building up, building up. And if you don't keep your walks cleaned, that's a mess. Yeah, I'm looking out here right now towards the west out of our studio here, and you know the majority of the parking lots down here, especially on the north sides, are exactly what Larry just said. Why? Because we've had snow here for that long, and yep. it's just the way it is. Now, some of you would say, okay, how do I handle some of those areas around the house where I want to get rid of some of that ice, especially on walks and so on? There's ways to do it. There's easy ways to do it, and there are some more expensive ways to do it and what I'm going to get where I'm getting at with this is if you're trying to keep vegetation, concrete and so on from being damaged, the higher priced less caustic ice melt products, make sure I'm saying all this correctly, is what you have to do to do that. If you're just looking out at, you know, I don't know, Home Depot or whatever big box store there is, and you're buying whatever ice melt they've got, that's a chloride product. It's going to be hard on vegetation. It's going to be hard on the concrete. Will it melt the snow and the ice? Yes. Will it potentially do some damage? Yes. In fact, I will tell you that a lot of you, if you look closely enough, especially if you park outside, you don't park in your garage, but if you park outside, what you will notice is even the salt and things that are coming off of your car is most likely damaging your driveway. You just don't notice it because it's a it's a slow progression over time. So in the summertime or the next time we have, you know, uh, uh, warmer weather and you start looking at your driveway, which you should be actually washing off, get rid of some of the yep. stuff that I'm talking about. But if you don't and you start looking at your driveway, you'll notice that there'll start to be some etching or some little pock marks and things along those lines. That's from what's falling off the car, which tells you how caustic that chloride, that salt, and, and the brine and the things that are on the road can be. So point being, if you've got some areas like Larry just mentioned and you want to deal with those, there are products out there that are a higher quality, not as caustic, 
but you're going to pay about three to four times the amount of money for a bag of that product versus just going out and spending 15, 20 bucks on a bag of chloride. And salt, usually they're basically. a 50-pound, 30-pound bag. Yeah, yeah, it depends on where you're buying it, 25 to 50 pounds, depending on where you're buying yeah. it. Which, which you know, for the, for the average homeowner will go a long way. Oh, several years, yeah. Correct. Now, again, you, you're, I almost want to say it this way. You're, you're getting what you pay for. And the higher cost, less caustic products, they work just as well. You, you still need about the same amount of product to do what you're, you know, what you're trying to do as far as getting some of that stuff melted off. But it will be easier when it comes to vegetation and the concrete itself. If you, I will say this. If you just want to get rid of some ice and stuff on the concrete, go get some rock salt. It's about as cheap as you can find. Throw it down, and guess what? The rock salt will melt out the ice, no problem. But it is hard on the vegetation and the concrete that it's going to touch. Yes, it will. Period. And if you want to, you know, like a driveway or sidewalks where it's up against your lawn, you got to be very careful. You have to be careful because a lot of you don't know this, but when you get into summer months and you go to especially a lot of the commercial properties because it's a bigger deal for commercial properties because they have to keep their walks clear. They have a slip and fall issue and they want to make sure that they've got everything all cleaned off. You'll notice in a lot of commercial properties, they've either put a border of rock between the sidewalk right. and the grass, or if they haven't, you'll see dead grass up against those walks, and then eventually somebody will come along and either replace that sod or they'll edge those things out. That is a result of the product that we're talking about when it gets put down on the walks, and of course it gets wet or it, you know, it, just, you know, it just slides off. You know, it, you, people walk on it, it blows off, whatever the case may be. As that gets into that vegetation, it will kill the vegetation. A lot of our roadways, this is something other, other folks don't understand, a lot of the roadways in Colorado, you'll be driving up I-70, for example, and you'll notice dead trees, dead shrubs, things like that along the side of the road. And people will yep. think, oh, well, they've got some sort of disease. No, it's called salt. Yeah. <laughs> the salt, you know, blows up, you know, cars move it, it blows up in the air, it becomes it gets, you know, gets into the moisture if you would that's in the air itself, it falls back down, it gets in that vegetation and we in Colorado do not have salt tolerant plants at all. We don't have them. There are places around the country when you get to the coast where in those areas they do have salt tolerant grass and plants and so on. We don't have that here. Our plants and, and our, our vegetation here does not like salt. It does not react well to it. In fact, it will, it will die. If you get enough salt on it, it will just basically die. So some of the vegetation that you're seeing along the roadways itself or you know, some of the borrow pits, uh, edge of the road, uh, edge of, like I just said a moment ago, sidewalks on commercial buildings, even your, even your home. If you're putting some salt product down, you've got a north-facing you know, driveway, sidewalk, and so on, and you're putting any kind of product down, and you start noticing there's dead plants and there's dead shrubs and there's dead grass along some of those areas, you don't have a disease. You've put product down that's then killed that vegetation because it soaks into the soil. It changes all of the levels of the soil, and those plants cannot handle that, and they will die. Yes, they will. That's what happens. Yep. So, again, these are things that a lot of people don't know. Um, and here in Colorado, I will tell you, back in the day when we used more of a gravel product versus salt, you didn't see the dead vegetation on the side of the roads like we have now. But you're seeing more and more of that vegetation along the roadways. Uh, in, in, in some cases, you'll look and say, well, that's 30, 40 yards from the roadway. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, because, again, it gets airborne, 
you know, cars kick it up, it gets airborne, it still floats over there, and you'll see, you know, evergreen trees, pine trees, all of that, where they'll be, you know, you'll even notice that whatever's facing the road is where the most uh, damage is done to that particular tree, plant, shrubs, things along those lines. Because, again, we don't have salt-tolerant plants here in Colorado. Well, if, if you watch your traffic patterns as, as you're driving, the faster the pattern is, the more back spray you have. Great and that's going to that's going to just throw it all over Great the place. Point. And, and again, CDOT, uh, you know, other other uh, you know cities and counties, they try to do their best to get as much of that vegetation kind of back away from the road as they can. But even with that, again, you'll see in some cases 20, 30, 40 yards back, some of that vegetation is dying. Yep. It's because of what we're talking about. And it's it's interesting. We have all of the you know, environmentalists here in Colorado that run around and do sorts of things and so on. And yet no one's talking about what I just said. Not not. Here's the deal. I don't know what you do to fix that because if you want clear roadways, that's what's going to happen because right. there's no alternative. But you've never, you rarely ever hear anybody out there in the environmental movement talking about what I just said. It doesn't, they, and I think it's because of ignorance. They just don't know that's what's going on. Well, we used to use mag chloride, mm-hmm. and Not that anymore. killed the vegetation as well. It would kill it as well because it's a salt product. It's, yes. It's, chloride so any chloride product is going to kill vegetation in those things so oh yeah it can also start fires charlie said yes yeah yeah thank you charlie yes sure can all right with that we'll take a quick break if you got any comments or questions please let us know 303-477-5600 fix it radio myself larry unger charlie grimes will be right back again klz radio thinking rates are too high to buy a home wish they were in the threes or fours well your wait is over Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, 
He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentive. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to receive your $200 discount. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio. Myself, Larry Unger. Of course, Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Jerry and Greeley is on the phone. Jerry, welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jerry. Um, you were talking about the salt damaging the concrete. Yes. Dropping, dropping off the bottoms of the vehicle. Yep. Um, I've got a a garage that uh, well around the perimeter of the garage I've I've got shelves and tools and things mm-hmm. stored. Um, so what I did uh, to try to keep the salt from from spalling the concrete was I bought some horse stall mats, like three quarter inch thick rubber, and cut them into four inch wide strips, and got some super duper silicone caulk and glued those strips down around the perimeter to basically make like a berm or a dam mm-hmm. uh, to separate the interior from the, the stuff I've got stored around the mm-hmm. exterior. And then I uh, went out to household hazardous waste and got some free paint and uh, painted the floor. And of course, it's nothing near as good or durable as some of the you know high dollar epoxy treatments you Correct. can get. But 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 it was free and um, and it works. So so when I after my commute uh, from Fort Collins uh, back to Greeley uh, on a snowy night, then I park in the garage and it's and the snow melts off and and um, it's contained by the by the rubber berm around the perimeter and and then the the problem is getting rid of it. Um, so I usually mop it up or suck it up with a shop vac. Mm-hmm. Um, that works. I remember a long time ago you you had uh, recommended a, a kind of a I guess a tarp. They're with called a, garage mats. Actually, best invention ever. I'm surprised more people don't know about them and use them. And not that your method didn't work because it does, Jerry. But you can buy a garage mat for 
I don't know, it depends upon the size that you need for the vehicle, 100, 150 bucks, depending upon, you know, what, what type of a mat you need. Typically They're between 100 and 200 dollars, depending upon what mat they'll last for. Gosh, some of mine, Jerry, are running on six, seven years old now because I don't use them in the summer. I only use them in the winter. I, I fold them up, put them away for the summer months because I just don't need it during the summer months. The nice thing about them that I like is what you just said a moment ago, the containment end of things. In this case, uh, and now I'm fortunate because my garage is level. I don't have a big slope going in the garage like a lot of newer homes do. But in my particular case, I can take those mats and then I can literally just kind of grab one in, slide them out. I've got a drain out in my driveway. I can just let all of that drain off into the into the drain. You know, I, I've got a little power washer. I, I wash them all off and slide them back in and away we go. And those those garage mats, for those of you listening, uh, they're sold pretty much all over the internet, Amazon, etc. Uh, they've got a little... It's hard to describe, Jerry, but they've got like a piece of foam. So so think of a pool noodle, like an eighth of a pool noodle that's kind of sewn in around all of the edges of it to give it a little bit of a berm where it contains all the water that would fall off the car. And, and I thought about getting one of those, but my situation is I've got a long driveway, and I would have to drag it. Uh, a long, long ways to get it out to the street to dump it. Um, I can't really dump it anywhere else. Sure. On the sides, but uh, yeah, I, I wish I could. And, use and you one can, of those, and, and even on the mats, your your idea as well. You could still take the mats and just suck the water up with a shop vac, much like you're talking about as well, if you wanted to. So yeah, in my case, I don't have to do that because in my case, I've got a drain literally just right outside the door, and it's easy for me just to pull them out and you know, drain it right into the into the pit that I've already got there, which works really well. But, yeah, if you don't have that, you can use a shop vac, no problem. Yeah. But um, and, and yeah, by, For everybody you... listening, by the way, this is my – because I'm really a particular guy, as you all know, Jerry, and uh, I will tell you, and you could, you could attest to this, the cleaner I keep – you know, the, the cleaner I can keep all of that and keep all that stuff in the garage and keep it contained, the cleaner the house stays as well because you're not tracking all that stuff in. Right. What you were saying about the damage to the concrete surface, that's thats for sure. A friend of mine has some, some serious uh, spalling just from... from oh, yeah, and people don't realize it's just from what the car has dripped, Jerry. They don't even know that's what it's coming from. Mm-hmm. It's literally all it is, just whatever's dripped off the car. I, I just wanted to share that. No, that's great. That's 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 a, The uh, the horse mat thing works very well, um, as you know. Now, I also will say this, uh, that that works well, and if you want to take the time to do it, they also do now make a product where you literally can just buy the strips ready to go, lay it on the floor, and it does the exact same thing. Hmm. Okay. And it's sold, it's sold in so many feet, comes in a box. Uh, I did that on the exits of my garage doors to keep water from coming in and or going out. So once again, it just kind of keeps everything contained so you don't have stuff coming or going out of the garage, you know, kind of that threshold, if you would. Hmm. works very well good to know good stuff jerry thank you thank you no you bet appreciate it very much good call joe you're up sir john a couple things it wasn't the original reason my call but on garage floors it's a little more expensive but it's a 20-year solution you know when i first moved down to larkspur i had a three-car garage and i tried to you know the gray concrete floor yeah the problem is the tire the tires the hot and then the, the mag chloride in the wintertime I found myself in there redoing it like every every two years. And after about the second reapplication, I said, you know, hell with this. And I went and I sprung for the uh, professional epoxy coat like you put on aircraft hangar floors. Right. Um, 
and I paid, I believe, 3600 for a three-car garage. It was a big garage. Not and bad. That included... You can't do that today, but no, that was a good price then. Yeah, they, and they moved out all the workbenches, the cabinetry, and you know, the first thing they did is they went over with the diamond, uh, you know, the yep. rotary diamond pads, and they smoothed the floor perfectly, acid washed it, and, John, that floor held up perfectly for 20 years. You know, nice. I parked in the garage, you know, with, with mag chloride dripping off the car for 20 years. It, it, and when I left that, when I left there two and a half years ago, it was still in mint condition after, nice. after 20 years. So if you want a 20-year solution, and again, uh, I don't know, if you're probably talking for a two-car garage, probably in a three-grand range these days. But Probably this day and age, I mean, your three-car is probably more like five to six grand today from what it yeah. was. But still, not to your point, I mean... The other thing that's nice about it, Joe, is it's so much easier to take care of, keep clean. It looks nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of that's a huge bonus. Yeah, my wife wanted the the gold flex sparkles in the floor. I, you know, we had like a kind of a like a you know like a, a brighter like kind of a, a pale yellow with mm-hmm. brown flecks and gold. Nice. Specs. It was just really. And and again, that's the other thing too. They the color selection now used to be gray only, Joe, as you know, and now yeah. you take your pick. They can pretty much do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. It's oil. I mean, if you spill a can of oil on the floor, no problem. It's, nope. it's impervious. Even to- even gas. I mean, it's impervious to, to really get. I mean, the only way that comes back off is they've got a shot blasting tool that they can actually shot blast all that off and, and do it that way. But otherwise, it ain't coming up. No, it's not coming up. And it adds to the resale value of the home. Sure does. Can you walk? Yeah, it sure does. Uh, now, the reason my call is um, I had, when I was living in Larkspur, I had 300 feet of driveway, blacktop driveway, mm-hmm. and I had a quarter mile of road frontage, so I think I know a little bit about <laughs> caring for snow. Um, first, um, uh, you know what sublimate is? You know what, the, what sublimation is? Sublimation? No, what is it? Sublimation is where, um, well, you know how an ice cube in your freezer, if you leave it in your freezer for two months, it will shrink? Yeah, sublimation is where uh, where something frozen like snow evaporates. It right. doesn't melt; right, it right, evaporates. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, so, I, I yes, I know that. Yes, right. And didn't know that was Colorado, a technical term for it, but yes, I know. Right, and in Colorado, because of our bright sun and and low humidity, snow will in fact sublimate. But here's the trick: um, if you let people walk. Or, you know, walk or drive on your snow, it'll it'll compress it and compact it into ice. So one of the keys is to shovel it or and or sweep don't it. Dr- yeah, don't walk on it or drive on it. Before you walk on it. Same if thing, I could, Joe, if I could get it. everybody that I bid snow removal for to understand what you just said, you would not see the majority of these parking lots today with, you know, three inches of ice on them because those are cheap property managers or owners that don't want to do anything the way they're supposed to, because the minute a parking lot gets driven onto your point, it is all packed down and becomes yep. ice. Right. The areas I couldn't plow, I had both a, a bobcat and a big Kubota tractor with a rear blade, and I had a bobcat with a front blade, but I couldn't get my front walk and my front steps, obviously, with the, with the, right. with the skid steer. So my key was, the very first thing I went out was with a snow shovel or, or snow hand-pushed snowblower, and a broom, and I got that front sidewalk and front steps spot, you know, just yep. absolutely broom clean. And whatever little granules were left, I just let, you know, the sun, again, sublimation um, right. would take care of what would, would. But if I let somebody walk on it, if I let the mailman come up and down my front steps, um, you know, then I had a nice problem. Yeah, because you'd have footprints um, there. You got footprints yeah. on it, and, you know, then I'd. That's right. Now, the other thing, when that did happen, I actually happened to have a. 
one of these uh, weed burners you can put on a propane. Oh, tank. nice! There and, you go, melter off. And you can, <laughs> and right, and you can take a weed burner. I guess you can buy them from Amazon. Or yeah, no, they work great there. for what you're talking about. Yeah, they're perfect. It'll melt it right off of there. So get yeah, so get yourself a, a propane tank and a weed burner on a five foot hose. Yeah, flamethrower is what you need, you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if somebody has walked on your sidewalk and compressed yep. that snow into ice before yep. you got to shovel it. Just go out there with your weed burner and burn those icy footprints off your sidewalk. Good point. Sidewalk. That's all you need to Good do. Good point. So yeah, no, you know, no, but what you just salt. said is really key, and, and it's a reminder, and, you know, you think people have enough common sense to know that, but, you know, we get a lot of transplants in, and maybe they don't. Yes, the key is you've got to get your shovel or whatever it is you're using to get the snow off the ground done first before you before your pet even walks on or you have little pet prints in it. The, the bottom line, Joe, as you know, if, you, if you've right. walked on and compress it, it's ice now. It's ice. By the way, I've got a neighbor here, John. Do you mind if you have – if? He calls in because he's really not sure what snow looks like. So if I had him call in, <laughs> could you describe what? Could yes. You describe him what snow yeah, looks we can, like. We can because describe we snow very any, easily. Yes, sure can. Because we haven't so far this winter, we haven't had a flake of snow. You're where kidding me. Really? Not a flake. Not a single flake. That's and, unusual. And I'm really. <laughs> and John, I, I must have put in an hour's worth of work taking the mower deck off my uh, John Deere riding lawnmower put and the blade then mounting the. the the 44-inch uh, front-mount snowblower, PTO-driven snowblower. Awesome. And it's been sitting Hadn't in my used it yet, huh? You'd have used it here, Joe, it's this so- year. <laughs> we got more it's coming no, Sunday night, one. so you would have used it here. No. Both be well, here again, today. If, if yeah, a little bit tonight, maybe. Here, even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fact, I took it out the other day. You know, I put stable in the fuel tank. And yeah. I took it out. And just, I just ran it nice. for 10 minutes the other day just nice. to keep it, you know, lubed up. Good for you. We haven't had a... Had, had that's unreal. I, I I did not know that, Joe. That's an update I did not know. Yeah, yeah Joe mentioned it last no. week. No, thank you. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, Larry, we uh, my electric my my uh, four electric fences are still up. Not, <laughs> we haven't had a, a deer intrusion. There you go. Last week uh, we talked about deers eating your bushes. Oh yeah. Yep. It yep. got so bad that I finally put up uh, hot wire yep. on uh, around That'll my uh, gardens because. My the, the deer were eating these sixty dollar. Uh, yep. What's the uh, arborvitae bushes? I think they call them. Uh, my wife had a bunch of them planted all around the house, and the deer apparently loved them. So you know, finally screw it and just put up a bunch of hot wires. I was able to by jumping across my front steps with an insulated wire. I was able to get two fences off one charger. Nice. Um, what what kind of voltage are you run in there, Joe? Well, you know, uh, the, uh, obviously. The ones that plug in the wall run 110, but the wire itself, but here's a little trivia for you. When you get a spark from your finger to the doorknob in the wintertime, you know what the voltage of that spark is? No, I have no idea. 50,000 volts. Wow. It's a 50,000 volt spark. Okay. So, you know, these fence chargers, the jolt is 20,000, depending on, you know, which the two-mile chargers are a little bigger. So the the actual voltage jolt is 20,000 to 50,000 volts, but one runs off a... My plug in the wall obviously is fed by a 110 that goes sure. through a transformer that steps it up. By the way, the same thing with a fluorescent bulb. I forget what a fluorescent bulb is. I think it's like 7,000 volts in a fluorescent bulb or something, fluorescent tube. But in my solar charger, the battery, I had to replace the battery in the solar charger. The battery in the solar charger was a 6-volt battery, hmm. but it's putting out a 20,000 volt. They're just jolt. stepping it up. Yep. They're just stepping up. Yep. So it's high voltage, no current. 
Right. So does that, Larry, does that answer your question, what the yeah. voltage is? Yes, it does. Thank yep. you. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yep. So anyway, that's the solution. And whether if you, do, if you have an electrical outlet, use an electrical outlet. If you don't, use a solar charger. Just make sure nice. the sun can, can shine on that uh, solar panel a couple hours a day. Joe, appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Take care. You bet. Have a good weekend. Craig, Mark, hang tight. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, get both of you in. We have one line open, 303-477-5600. This is Fix It Radio. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to receive your $200 discount. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $550 
262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, we are back. Craig, you've been holding the longest. Go ahead. Hi, John. Hey, Craig. Hey, uh, this past couple months has been tough on your northern exposures. Yes, it has. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty agile, and I'm pretty persistent about trying to keep that scrape down to the concrete. But even I've taken a couple couple falls, you know, this past couple months. Yeah. uh, And we don't like to use the ice melt, like, say, tracking it in. The damage it does to the concrete, the dogs getting it on their paws. I, mm-hmm. Although there is, you know, some pet friendly. You know, there, there's but, also some liquid citrus products that I was going to mention earlier too, Craig. That don't work too bad. It's a little bit hard to find, but if you look online, there is a citrus based. Uh, it's orange. It looks just like almost like you're putting orange juice down on it. But there's a citrus based product that actually does a really good job and it is not harmful to anything, including the dogs. And then. On the topic of the uh, salt or mag chloride, you know, on your concrete uh, garage floors, simple solution is just, and I know it's the temperature, uh, weather isn't always the best, but, you know, go to your self-serve car wash, spend a couple bucks. Yeah. Most of them spray hot water. Get most of the undercarriage, you know, sprayed off as best you can, and then pull it in the driveway after that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and again, and I'm a big believer, and if if you've ever... If anybody's ever used one of the garage mats like I use, and I know it sounds crazy, but I it's like a floor mat for your garage. It's the only way I know to describe it. They're not that expensive, and I tell you what, I mean, again, I was telling Larry a moment ago, I think mine are now 10 years old, Craig. They still look great. I use them in the winter only. I take them up for the summer, and I tell you what, the time savings and how, what, it, what it does to keep the garage and the inside of the house clean because you just don't have that stuff yeah. running all over the garage, it is worth every penny. And something I've got in my garage is a big uh, remnant. It's the kind of commercial uh, floor mat where it's got the rubber backing oh, yeah. and the, you know, the real low cut, low pile carpet, and that absorbs a lot of that. Yep. And then, given a good day where it's you know above freezing, I've got one of those little rug doctors. Just uh, that works start too. That thing yeah, up good idea. Extra- extract extract the chemicals from the carpet and good idea. Go again. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. No, that works well, too. Good idea. Or you could take and it out to the car wash and wash it. Yep, no. Craig, thanks. Appreciate it very much. And uh, Mark and Wiggins, you're next. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mark. I hear you guys. I heard you guys uh, talking about, like, trying to trying to identify different ways to melt snow and ice. And uh, uh, something I don't know if I've heard you guys mention yet, but uh, there's a product that I bought last year called Heat Track Maps. So it's heat. Oh, those things are great, Mark. I have not. I'm I'm glad you called in. I want to get some of those for my cab, and I haven't yet. I I wasn't exactly sure how good they were, so I'm glad you called because I'm about to pull the trigger and buy them. How well do they work? 
I, I bought these last year. So, okay, so let me back up a little bit and give you the why first. So why is, is our, the way our house is positioned and built, we have kind of a tunnel effect on both the front door and the back door. And so when it snows, it doesn't even have to snow a lot. But when it does snow, we get these drifts up against the door that are so iced up and deep that it prevents the door from opening. Oh, yeah, sure. And that kind of made me nervous from like a, you know, what if sure. we have a house? Yeah, right, right. right. No, great. Point. No, yeah, agree. Um, so I bought these 30 by 48 inch or 30 by 60 inch mats, and, and I park them right in front of the front door and the back door. In the back door, I had the concrete patio redone a couple years ago, but the patio sits just barely low enough that there's maybe like a half an inch uh, gap when the door opens to be able to have that mat sit flush and it not interfere with the opening of the door. So, for example, you know, the other night we had that storm coming in. Right. I put the mat under the door. The other one goes in the front door plug it in, and I don't have to think about it anymore. And now, obviously, there's still the driveway and everything else that has to be cleared, which, no big deal, but, like I said, it'll melt. I think it, it advertises, you know, two inches an hour or something like that. Or they, and, they, and they do work that well, huh? I actually measured it, but it works really, really well, and I'm okay. definitely, definitely sold. I just ordered another one, actually, last week, so it should be here next week. Okay. I, I appreciate that. I I thought about doing that on a couple of different places, and uh, I, I just always wondered how well do they work, so I'm glad you called in and said. It's, it works really well, and I, I don't use any of the fancy, you know, they have the sensor for the temperature Correct. or the remote. You just turn them on and off as needed. Of I, just use, I just plug it in when I need it and unplug it, so okay. I'm not using tons of electricity. Makes sense. That's awesome. Mark, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for that, sir. You got it, guys. Have you bet. Appreciate it. That's a great testimonial, so I think I'll pull the trigger now. Ray and Littleton, you're next. Hey, John. How you doing? Good, Ray. How are you? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Um, I've got a mouse problem. Okay. You know, um, I've been here since 1994. About seven years ago, I had a little bit of a mouse problem, but now I've got a what appears to be a big mouse problem because... Uh, in my basement, I can hear them running around in the ceiling oh. in my basement. And, okay. and I'm like, oh, what do I do? Uh, I've got, you know, 10 traps laid all strategically around the house. Uh, in the beginning, I, I had good results. But lately, no, not so much. Hmm. I've had good luck because I, you know, I've, you know, I've got acreage and you know open land around me and so on. So the mouse thing can kind of be a problem at different times, Ray. And what I have found is that really works about as well as anything else I've got. You know, I use traps and all of that, but you know, they're they're about you know half effective most of the time is what I have found. The electronic plug-in-the-wall devices that they sell at Home Depot, Amazon, wherever. I have found, Ray, they work as well as anything else. Now, you need to move them periodically. So, you know, if you've got them in one outlet in one place uh, about every, I don't know, month and a half, two months, move it to a different outlet so that they don't you know, kind of get recognized as to, you know, that one little area. But move them around. That You can typically buy them in a three-pack at Home Depot for about 25 bucks, and, Ray, they work. 
If you only have one outlet, you can use the extension cord. You to could. Move That's right. Yep. That's right. And, and, Ray, they work. They do. You could even put one up in the attic. Really? Yes. Well, they're not that high. On, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't think they're that high, but... Well, okay. if you hear them running around in the attic, my point is, you know, find an outlet up there, run an extension cord, like Larry said, whatever. Even if you do that temporarily to get them out of there, it will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where I hear them is when I'm in the basement. I hear them above me. Not, okay. Not so much, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear what you're but, saying. Yep. What kind of a ceiling do you have, Ray? Uh, is it a panel it, ceiling? Or? Um, yeah, panel ceiling. Okay. So you can put that device up inside one of those panels. You sure could. Really? Yes. Yeah. Ray, I'm telling you, these things, you, you look at them and you'd think, this isn't going to do anything. They they do work, Ray. They really do. Do you, do you have a particular brand? Nope. Whatever. I, I typically buy them at Home Depot. Again, they come in a three-pack. Uh, they're in the rodent uh, you know, where, where all the rodent pest supplies right. are at, uh, they're usually right there. And, again, you can typically buy them in a three-pack. And I have found just the little ones are about the size of a silver dollar. They plug into an outlet, two-prong, and they come in a three-pack. I just put those at, you know, I put those around accordingly, and away you go. Okay. They work. Yeah, i got to tell you I got to tell you a story really quick, sure. okay? Um, I, went, I went to work for Napa back in 2000. Okay, uh, I was uh, I was a factory rep on the filtration side. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you know my territory was everything south of I seventy, but uh, I'm sure you'll remember when they sold the Boulder store. You know. Yeah, I remember um, that. I was that know, was my store when they sold it. Yeah, exactly. So, so for a brief period of time, it was less than a year before they sold it. You know, I got a chance to visit your, I, I was, you know, I had to, vi- I visited your, your, your shop during that one, I think it was less than a year for sure, before they sold it again. I think that's right. And um, I visited your store, your shop like three times over that less than one, one year time. And um, I never met with you directly. Um, I, um. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to see where I can help. I mean, I got to tell you, you you guys were the most full service shop. I mean, you didn't need any help. I mean, Napa was there to help you at the time for anything you needed, but you guys were so so efficient. Thank you. Like no other shop I had ever seen before. Thank you, Ray. You I know, appreciate and, that. And. I, and I've seen thousands of shops, okay? Well, I appreciate you know, that. where I have to go out. You know, I just want to let you know, and I've watched you grow over all these years, John. It's amazing what you have accomplished and the, and the people that you help. Thank you. Uh, you, are a, you are a tribute to all of us in life. Um you know, politically speaking, you have your side, and I, and of course I'm with you on that. I'm just saying, John, what you've accomplished is, is thoroughly amazing in such a short amount of time. And I hope other people appreciate as much as I do what you've done for us. Thank you, Ray. In every aspect of our life. Thank you. Whether it's home improvement 
politics, blah, blah, blah. You are the man. Matter of fact, on Monday, I'm going to meet with Al Smith. Oh, nice. And, great. Yeah. That was a great and, guy. You know, you know, he is. You know, I had a nice conversation with him. I'm just, I'm just letting you know I've tracked you for since 2000. Thank you. Uh, more, more so recently, okay? And you are the bomb. <laughs> Thank you, you know, you are. You know, if people don't listen to what you're saying, they are doomed. <laughs> They're just doomed. You have wonderful sponsors, and you promote the greatest things in life in our country because you're trying to protect us all from the nasty, whatever you want to call them, yeah. whatever they are. No, you're right. You're right, Ray. John, John, you're the bomb. Ray, thank, thank you. you so I, no, I appreciate that. That, that was do. Thank you. And that was, folks, that's very... Uh, very humbling. Oh, and it was unsolicited. That was great. Thank you, Ray. I, I really I really mean that. I appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. Mickey in Denver, you're up, sir. Mickey? Mickey, you're Here. it. Hey, helpful hint for Jersey Joe and anybody else putting up an electric bed. <laughs> Let's hear it. Aluminum foil. Okay. You take it and do it unplugged. You take a strip three inches wide, two inches wide, and give it a couple wraps around and let it hang. You do that along your... Oh, good idea. Bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great idea. You know, we had a dog that... You, a dumb <clears throat> uh, Dalmatian, <laughs> and his nose went to everything. Yep. Well, first time he hit that, he, he had to put his nose on it. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. First time I ever saw a dog do a backflip. Yeah. Uh, cows and deer also like to snuffle up the things. And Anyways, after the first couple of weeks, Dad noticed that the, the fence had been off and the dog still wasn't going anywhere near that. That's hilarious. So, yeah, because it, it, cows, cows and deer are curious. They like snuffing things and... Once they stuff that with their nose, they stop. That's so, hilarious. That's a great tip. All yeah. oh, the other part is you know when the fence is down. Yep. Yep. Good point. But no, great once, point. Once you've got it established, yeah, and they've interacted with it a couple of times, you can turn the fence off. Yeah. They see that fluttering yeah, in the wind. That's good point. They're not going near. Yeah. It. That's a great point. Good tip. Good tip. Mickey, I appreciate it. I'm going to get one more in here before the top of the hour. Jeff in Western Montana on mice. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning, sir. Um, real quick, when we lived in Colorado Springs, uh, we had a mouse problem. Not a real tremendous one, but they were getting in, and I couldn't figure out where. And the, the key with any mouse problem, I guess, to start is you got to stop, plug up every place they can get Very in true. before you go. If their head will fit through, they can. Right. Well, I had to search like heck. I mean, I was checking foundations and everything, but the, we had a... a attached garage with a two-step up and, and the steps were wood and when i looked around there i saw a hole in the concrete there was a vertical slice oh, there you go an inch and a half between the two pores and it was like a super highway for my sake it just go right through that into the yep. house so yep i took and i plugged that up with uh with steel wool and then caulked over it and nice. uh mouse problem gone so nice 
the guy with the mouse problem, the first thing you got to do is find out where they're getting in, plug that up, and then deal with them inside. Yeah, and like for me in my barn, that's a little easier said than done, so I use the electric. Well, but I'll tell you, my barn, even the electronic devices in my barn, that pretty much keeps them at bay. I really don't have any issues as long as they're all working. I, I will say that, again, I've got to move them around periodically, Jeff, but if I do that, I don't really have any issues. Yeah, I mean, a barn is a completely different animal from a house. Correct. No, no pun intended. Uh, no, no, you're right. No, yeah. no, they are completely different. You're correct. Yeah, so, and an ice melt, um, it has a caustic effect on concrete, but the spalling that one previous caller talked about, that's from the freeze-thaw cycle. It is. That's not from That's not from the ice, I mean, or the, the salt. And I'm with you 101% on the, uh, on the environmental impacts. I, we see it up here as well, and... It's it's way worse than anybody's really willing to admit, Jeff. Well, I just read an article this week that um, they're seeing that the the rivers and lakes in North America are getting uh, yeah salty. saltier. That's right, yeah, and then you, and so, yeah, I can uh, tell you why. Yeah, at least one good cause. I mean, you know, in Eastern Colorado, they're, they're pumping up water that has a lot more uh, salt content too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not salty, but you can drive out there and you can see the salt yep. lines. Higher salinity, there, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it large. I'd say the greatest number is the uh, salt we put down. Yep. It just kind of washes down into right. the watershed. So, but Jeff, that, I got to run. Kinda... That's it, man. Appreciate it very much. We're top of the hour. Yeah. We'll be back with Drive Radio in just a few minutes. So uh, we will be right back. Myself, Larry, Charlie. By the way, and if you're listening on a Tuesday, Rush to Reason should be next. Thank you very much. By the way, for listening, Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Views and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.